the Sisters Grimm podcast is intended for mature audiences only. Please listen at your own discretion. Blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. The most notorious serial killer in the nation, the Light Stalker. The Boston Strangler. The Son of Sam, the infamous Zodiac Killer. What's your favorite scary movie? Welcome to the Sisters Grimm Podcast. Here with you today is Holly and Morgan Freeberg, and they're going to talk to you Freeberg. about a movie. And I am the Holly one. That was really bad. That wasn't great, but let's keep going. Yeah, let's um, just fucking keep it. I'm honestly. Morgan. Holly was doing a weird accent, and we are fucking back, y'all. What it, up? Yeah, and this is a little Minnesota. Uh, oh, yeah. This we, is a Minnesota that we had to put out because... Ted Bundy. Extremely wicked, shockingly... Evil and vile. Evil and vile. And vile came out on Netflix. Extremely evil, shockingly evil and vile. No. Extremely wicked, shockingly evil and vile. Or is it just vile? Wait, it's, um... Which we now know... The wickedly talented... Adelzim. Never forecast. So... Basically. Basically. <laughs> so, um, Morgan and I watched it last night, obviously, obviously. because Morgan has the best television. So, Joe show. Berlinger, the director of this movie, as well as the Ted Bundy confession tapes that came out oh, yeah, a the couple whole, months ago? Yeah, that whole, well, yeah, they came out, uh, it was... Octoberish? No, it was January, because it oh, was fuck. the um, 30th anniversary of his execution. Right. So, he... I just think that's really cool because that's basically what happened with uh, I can't think of the guy's name. Oh, from the Robert Jinx. Durst. Yes. Uh, yeah, Robert. Uh, Except in the other way around, Except- and like Ted Bundy wasn't alive to be like make this documentary. About yeah, no. Me. Ted Bundy. Well, we don't know that. Maybe Joe was using a Ouija board and Ted. Was Yo, like, hey. totally, Yo, totally, totally. So I think what um, I would like to start out saying first mm-hmm. of all is that I loved it. I loved it. I loved Holly it. I've and seen I it twice. Uh, were in my Lazy Boy recliner last night, which I never yeah, let Holly sit on because I like sitting by myself. But I figured for this movie, she could sit in the nice couch. You're just letting everyone know you like treat me like crap, <laughs> pretty much. Um, not just you. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. So yeah, so we uh, so yeah we, we, we got a bunch of McDonald's. We don't need to. Talk. We smoked a bunch of weed. Yeah, we, we drank like, some wine. Yeah, we had some nice wine, and then I feel like painting a picture is fun. I think I agree. And what a gorgeous picture! What did you use? Pastels? Oh, there was also a point where did I was eating gouache? grapes, cheese, and crackers. That Morgan, was good. Are you just trying to make this episode? Okay, yeah. So Enough. that was that was what Morgan. So that was um, an episode of Food Corner with Morgan Freeberg. Uh, that was grape and cheese talk. Yes. <laughs> um, so we both love the movie. Yes. From what I've heard, other, other people, people don't say, feel the same. They way. don't feel the same way. 
And I think people wanted to not like it because of Zac Efron. I think. Which is stupid. I think that. And what I really think is that people, I think, were expecting it. And I could be completely wrong. To be wrong, more violent. To be violent and to be gory and to be Especially based on the Ted, name. Ted Bundy movie. The name is kind of well, not misleading, but it makes you think like, oh, this movie's going to be fucked up. It does, I guess. But, but now we know. No, well, I mean, well, we no. always knew that that was what the well, judge said what his in his final words to Ted. Th- yeah, that was what his um, sentencing. That was part of his sentencing, yeah. Yeah, that was in it. Um, and so what I think of it, I mean, it's so it is based off of The Phantom Prince, My Life with Ted Bundy, which was written by Liz Kopfler, I think right, is her which last is, name. So the movie is taking place from her point of view. Yeah, so obviously she so like the killings and stuff you don't see any of those not to spoiler alert you don't see anyone die. <laughs> That's not true. You see that one. Well, you see the one at the end, but I mean, you see stuff. You see stuff and it's still of a graphic nature. But what I was telling mom, I was like this is the <laughs> one Ted Bundy thing that you could watch because yeah. it's not because, okay, my argument... Did you ever see the one movie that came out not that long ago, the Ted Bundy something? It wasn't good, I've heard. Yeah, have you seen the one that came out right after he got caught with Mark Hammond? Or Mark mm. Mark Harmon? Mark, I forget his list. Oh my god, you have to see him. Like, he was... I mean, I mean that was when he was, like, his sexiest, obviously. Totally. And so... I think I've talked about this on the podcast before that like girls would write to Anne and be like, "Why am I so attracted to him?" And she's right. like, "You're attracted to Mark Harmon, not Ted Bundy." But that's not even true. Yeah, because women were attracted to him. And, oh, another cool thing about it is they showed like actual footage. Yeah, they would show from, actual um, like news the footage. news footage from and it. like court footage. And then they um, well at the end they like reshowed everything that they showed in oh. the movie so like it, like infamous like the big scenes yeah like so, that one interview where he's wearing that brown turtleneck yeah right before he, he, he escaped exactly. from the colorado prison mm-hmm. and the indictment scene was like absolutely perfect oh yeah that was great. the way he was like interrupting him mm-hmm. his mannerisms and everything were super fucking good um and then the part where uh like the at the very end or well no the part where he's like don't shake your finger at me boy and yeah. then at the part at the end where he's like, I don't hold any animosity towards you. Oh, fucking... Um, John Malkovich. John Malkovich was fucking great. Yeah. But when is he not? I know. My only umbrage, Dolores, that is, with him, is that he didn't go with um, a southern, southern accent. But you know what? Well, people don't like to do the accent just to do the accent. Which I totally get. So... I loved... Um, Kea Scordo, I think is how you say her name. She played Effie in Skins. Oh, yeah. Carol Ann, the woman who played Caroline Boone. Yes, she I was, was wondering awesome. how they were going to... Plus, gonna... I just love that actress. She's great. Yeah, I was wondering how they were going to Carol Ann Boone her up. Yeah, because Carol Ann Boone has a very specific look. She does. She has very large... She has glasses. But she that... also looks like all of our aunts in the 80s. She looks like, like everyone's aunt in the 80s, yeah. honestly. Honestly, in this economy, Honestly. she looks like everyone's aunt. So, um, I mean, should we give the biggest spoiler away? What's that? That you see Zac Efron's booty. Oh, and it's... <laughs> he's got a... Ju- it's good. <laughs> to say that he's got a cute, juicy little booty. And I think that's his first, like, full frontal that he's ever done. Wait, you saw his peen? 
I think full frontal just means like naked body. Morgan, I think full frontal means the full front of your body. No, you're taking it too literally. Um, I could be. Full frontal nudity means like just whole the big the whole the I'm, full mind. I'm probably wrong. We're both wrong. Let's, you see his butt, you guys, and it's fucking. You like nice. see his butt, dude. You see his butt twice. When's the second time? I think oh, you well, see you it, see a side profile of his butt for sure. Yeah, but it reminds you of the first time and it makes you happy. <laughs> so <laughs> what I was going to say is my argument towards uh, people who think like, oh, the, it's like, why didn't they show more of the like Sammamish scene? Why didn't they show more of those? Yeah, because they really just like barely. Yeah, but but because she wouldn't Liz have wasn't known. There. Yeah. Liz wasn't there. So how would she know like right. how any of that went on? And, and they... It just, they got a lot of things right. Like, oh, the, how he was of it. obsessed with the Papillion, that book. Like, yeah. uh, like, um, cause he sent, uh, Liz a copy in, uh, The Stranger Beside Me. He mm-hmm. sent, sends, and a copy. And he sends like every, yeah. I don't know how he gets all these copies of the right. Papillion, but he sends them to Amazon. everybody and he's like, they didn't have Amazon back. I know, I'm kidding. We've watched those CNN shows. Amazon happened in the 90s. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's kind of how you have to look at it. Like, you have to think of, okay. Yeah, go into it with the perspective that. Joe Guy made. You should already kind of know what happened with the whole Ted Bundy thing, which is probably why the Ted Bundy tapes came out first. Well, yeah. So that this story would make more sense. Otherwise, you're really not going to get it. Well, no. Or you could watch it the way, the, like, how everyone else thought. Because all it was. It was like, you know, all of the people in his life who thought he was innocent. Yeah. And so that you kind of like agree. Well, yeah. With so that. The, the way the movie starts is, is him and Liz meeting in a bar. Mm-hmm. And instantly. Oh, the music in this movie, by the way, is amazing. I will. Although they did not ask us to record a version of Little Teddy Buns. So that will not yeah, be up stupid. for best original song. Lame. The one thing that I will say about the movie that I was thinking the whole time was that it did, even though it's like a two and a half hour movie. I thought it was like 148-ish. It seemed very rushed. It seemed rushed. Yeah, because like I didn't really care about their relationship very much because Well, that was the whole movie, silly goose. I know, but they just like went from like kind of dating to like then he was living with her and like raising her daughter. Oh, no, they didn't live. They never lived together. Well, but basically. I mean, like they were, I mean, she had like photos of him. I see what you mean. Yeah, she was little for a We didn't get to really see like why she fell for him, but I guess it's just to be known that he was very charismatic. Oh, no, you do. She talks about in the beginning, I mean, like she's kind of reading bounding a little bit not to not True. like to uh dis- yeah but usually like you don't like that. stay with your rebounds for that long if they're ted bundy apparently you do well that's what i'm saying yeah but i mean they also stayed true to the thing where he would um like use a flashlight and look at her body yeah that was fucked up that was that fucked up i don't want to go into like the details of that scene um the sex scenes between them I will say, I think it's like when he first, no, I think they've been dating and they play, oh no, it's actually right after the scene. So they're like going to get a dog. Right. And they go to that dog. uh, It's basically like an adoption center. Yeah, it's a dog center. And like all the dogs obviously freak out because dogs know 
when someone's a serial killer. Totally. And then it goes into Beethoven's Ninth, which I personally feel is an homage to A Clockwork Orange. Might be. And Alex DeLarge and his, you know, sociopathy. Mabes. That's just my personal opinion. But also that's that song's in a shit ton of movies. But, yeah, but never usually that part. It's usually the Ode to Joy part. I mean, when I, people, when I hear, when I hear, when I think of Beethoven's Ninth, I think of A Clockwork Orange. I know when you think of Ode to Joy, you think of your piano recital. Oh, for sure. But no, I think of, um, like, ballet. Ballet. I mean, it wasn't, uh. Center stage. Well, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, back to, uh, Ted Bundy. Um, right. Speaking of the music. Yeah. Oh, Crimson and Clover. Ugh. I fucking love that song. I too. Um, that was great. Uh, and then they played Do You Believe in Magic? Oh, yeah. And just everything. The music score was really good for, like, the time period. Totally. And then, like, the score, score. Oh, another scene that, like, mirrored perfectly uh, kind of-ish, when he, like, jumped out the window. Yes. That was cool. You know what they should have played, even though I don't know if the song had come out by then? Break, I Want to Break Free by Queen. Yeah. Just, like, as he's jumping, be like, I want to break free. And I guess I never realized, like, just how many turtlenecks Ted Bundy wore. I know, I think he was very self-conscious. Of his neck. I also think maybe he was a little afraid that a vampire might bite him. On the neck. Hmm. I don't know. Even though he well, was the vampire because he was biting everybody's butts and shit. Yeah, that scene was not true to how it happened at all. What but it mean? was really good. Co- in the movie, they, like, ambush him in his actual cell to, like, do it. They kind of ambush him, but they, in, in, in the, like, what actually happened, they, like, kind of ambushed him, but they, like, took him like, to a different area of the prison. Right. And that's where they did the teeth impressions. Yeah. Because like, I think you have to do that. Uh, do teeth impressions? Yeah. Well, no, he... No, they had to get a warrant. Well, specifically for him, they had to do it because of well, all the yeah, bite marks those, on the victims. And he has very specific teeth, which also, I think... Were pretty fucked up. Yeah. they had a, He had a very specific bite pattern, and uh, they definitely altered Zac Efron's teeth to look like that. Like, because he has a very, like, Ted Bundy has a very distinct, like, his two front teeth and his bottom teeth are just, like, a goddamn mess. I feel like Zac Efron wore flippers uh, during a High School Musical. Probably. I don't know. Because remember when he was on that episode of Room Raiders? Yes. Whoa, wait. Weren't we just talking about Room, Room Raiders? Raiders? Yes. But I remember I thought Can he was so cute because he had that little gap in his teeth. Yeah, he did. And, like, that gap was back in the movie. Did Ted have a gap? No. Ted had, like, funky teeth. Funky teeth. Funky teeth. Um, uh, yeah. And then they showed, obviously, how um, Ted was able to have a daughter while right. on death row when you're not allowed oh, yeah. to have conjugal visits. You basic yeah, they showed he basically paid off the dude and Coca-Cola they didn't was a like very big sponsor that of this well movie. Enough. No, well, or like you all. were saying, like you kind of have to know the story of yeah, Ted Bundy. You really do. So like, I mean, not to be like, you know, a bougie like 
true kind of like to be like you know an exclusionist but like you can't be a fucking noob and watch this movie it's really true you kind of have to know what's going on you really do because to like really know like holy fuck like all of this is going on yeah and liz doesn't even know like when they bring like if you didn't know about all of the like some mammoth shit like that part would bear no like because they really didn't get into it at all but and like would i have loved to see zach efron Wearing that little tennis outfit in a sling, asking women um, to bring. Well, we a boat see him to in the car. sling for a second. We do, yeah, yeah, and we see you see that's him. a flashback scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have you see you see the little bits of him, but I really do think that the point of this was to make the watcher experience like what would. Like if you were other people like his that mom. knew him, yeah. Felt. Like if you were yeah. people in his life who were defending him, because I mean his mom uh, defended him up, up until the day yeah. he, you know, called her on the phone and was like, "Hey, I did do this." Right. But I mean that was like right before he died. Um, I don't even think have we even talked about. We had to. We talked about. The well, I also think right? a big reason that like the Liz point of view is really interesting is because. That's not super common for a serial killer to have had, like, a regular girlfriend, like, with a kid who you were taking care of all the time and, like, watching. And, like, Liz probably even trusted him to watch her by himself all the time. Yeah, the little girl. That's not an angle that you usually get from most, like, serial killer narratives. And that's why I think that the... That's why, I mean, I say this with, you know... Ted Bundy is my favorite serial killer. Not that like, ooh yeah, because he killed his all those story people. is so his story is so interesting because he and it's been told by people very close to him, which we don't also always get. We don't get as we have. It's been very publicized also, which well, is probably why a lot of people are so into it. Well, it's been so publicized because he was so like. I mean, it, it does kind of suck. Like good looking people get more more recognition, th- and good looking people are considered more normal. So, like, it's more typical. So, like, only ugly people can be murderers. That is kind of weird. Or, like, crazy-looking people. They're body-shaming serial killers. Totally. And, like, face-shaming. Yeah, because, I mean, like, when you look at John Wayne Gacy, you're like, yeah, no shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, for sure. Or, like, you're like Jeffrey Dahmer, you're like, that guy eats dick soup. No, Jeffrey Dahmer had his thing going on. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying I, like, am attracted to him, but, like... You're attracted to him? I could see why people, why he was able to get so many dudes to come home with him without drugging them first. He usually drugged them once they got there. Uh, Yeah. You know? Yeah, he did. Yeah, no, Ted was just so charismatic and so... I mean, they didn't show any of his relationship with Stephanie at all, and they also didn't really touch on the fact... Of how um, Mormon Liz was. Like, Liz's dad was, like, a Mormon. And they didn't show at all, like, um, uh, Ted was uh, confirmed as in the Mm, Church of Latter-day Saints. That's super important. It is to the Church of Latter-day Saints. (laughs) Right. I bet they're pissed when they found that out. I'm sure he was, like, they were, like, yeah, you're... I mean, they didn't get into a lot of it. They also didn't get into how he blamed porn at the end. They just said, like, and then he was executed. Yeah, because she didn't know all that stuff. Also, I can't believe we've gone this long without mentioning Haley Joel Osment. Oh, yeah. Who would have thunk that so, we were going to get a Haley Joel Osment love story out of this movie? I know, right? He was such like a sweet... Oh, wait, that's a spoiler alert. 
Oh well, who cares? Well, but this okay. whole episode is a spoiler alert. Yeah, coming, spoiler coming alert. at the end of the episode. Spoiler alert! This movie's a spoiler, or this episode's a spoiler alert. But I think you, um, if we had read the book, we would obviously know who that guy is. But I swear to God, and if you could vamp for a couple seconds, sure, I'd find my phone. You're just like, hello, my honey, hello, my baby, hello, my ragtime right. gal. <laughs> Not that kind of vamping, um, but I want to look up. Um, how much? Because her book is, I swear to God, so fucking expensive. Well, and also, you like, what was her it. job? She was like, like a, a she was a secretary. S- she was a secretary at a call center, Something but it looked like, like everyone was a secretary. And it also seemed like Haley Joel Osment was her boss, but then like it didn't seem that way once they finally started talking. Well, no, I thought they they were both in like a cube desk situation. I know, but for some reason, I got I got like the he's the boss, like. Oh thought. really? Yeah. I think that was a conversation. Oh, I didn't get that. I thought they were equals. Hmm. Um, so the book is called The Phantom Prince. Isn't this so interesting, you guys? Just listening to, to some, us Googling. To listening to me Google something. I'm not even really. No, I am Googling it. Um, the Phantom Menace. <laughs> no, bitch. Ted Bundy. <laughs> um, I wonder if you can get it on Kindle. Uh, let's see. Get book. Uh, they're like, no. They're yeah, like Liz, Liz Kendall. It is. Do you want to guess? How much money the book costs? Hardcover, yep. Hardcover of the book, less than $100, so $98. You th- it's not less than $100. What? Yeah, dude. 120 No. 200 No. 300 No, and this is getting boring. Keep going. Seven hundred? No, it's five hundred and eighty-five dollars. Stupid, Liz. I'm gonna download your book online. Yeah. Um. No Sorry. offense, but I may try to find a PDF on Amazon. On Amazon, and they. So if you have like that kind of walking around money, first of all, fuck you. I want to see what the cover looks like. Boring. <laughs> and this isn't even like a good quality of it, and it's five hundred and eighty-five dollars because it's probably I don't think a lot came out because I don't think very many were published but somehow Joe got his hands on one cause well he- Joe probably met her I mean if she's still with us I don't know she is she smoked and drank a lot in that movie so I could imagine that she wouldn't be which is very un-Mormon of her but she could have been one of those cool Mormons that drink like Diet Mountain Dew <laughs> what <laughs> I remember I dated a cool Mormon and he did and he his family drank like caffeinated pop and I was oh, I like, thought they just weren't able to drink hot are, drinks. Uh they can't that's and caffeine caffeine? Uh, caffeine. Oh yeah, no, caffeine is a drug, bitch. Oh shut up. Right? I mean like sorry, Church of Latter day Saints. But yeah, I'm pretty sure that is the running price of this That's book. fucking horseshit, Liz. Sorry. Yeah, because you know what? You can get the stranger beside me for like five bucks. Yeah. But yeah, no, I mean it's all about like um what is it? Uh Demand, person demand. Totally. Yeah. So, so I would definitely end this episode by saying absolutely before you watch this movie, learn don't F- listen to this podcast first, but definitely watch the the Ted Bundy tapes, which are also on Netflix, because that will tell you everything you need to know so that you can follow along with the story and care more about the characters. Care yeah. Care more about Liz. Yeah. You will, and you'll know what's going on in the Back. It'll make a lot more sense. It'll make a lot more sense. And because that's why the confession, whatever, tapes of Dead Bundy, which um, 
actually confirmed kills that we didn't have in our episode oh, because they yeah. weren't confirmed then that Which, we knew what of. kills are those um i couldn't i Can't apologize tell me off the top of my head we'll we'll put it in the next episode yeah um i had them written down i have them written down somewhere but uh it's yeah but they were definitely victims and then i don't know if we talked about the part where like and this that would have been cool if they'd shown the interview with the um pastor yeah because like my favorite part of the spoiler alert in the um, documentary is when uh, he's talking to the psychologist or journalist or whoever after that mm-hmm. happens, and he's like, "Yeah, I made that all up." He's like, "I killed those women because I like killing women." Yep. He's like, I mean, he's he didn't care. He had no religious affiliation. He was technically Mormon. Well, no, no, he was technically Techni- nothing. No, no, he got well. I'm well. I mean, like when you're confirmed. But I'm sure they, like, kicked him out. Yeah. For, like, after what he did. I'm trying to find, yeah. a, like, a... That's so crazy. That is so expensive. I'm very curious to find out. If anyone Why? <laughs> wants to buy me a copy of this book, I'm going to put it in my wish list. Wish list. Um, well, I just don't know. Because it's, like, was it... Were there not that many copies made? I don't know. I guess that's a question for another day. Anyways, this isn't book corner. This is not book corner. Do we want to make it John Malkovich corner? <laughs> I mean, he was great. He was good. Yeah, he was really good. He was a very good pick, even though he wasn't, like, big and chubby. And he was still amazing. Oh, and we fucking haven't even talked. We didn't talk about Jim Parsons and how Oh, my God. He was, he was so good as, as a prosecutor, the prosecuting yeah. attorney. Yeah. yeah he, he was, was so good. He was really good. He I hope he continues like to do cool stuff now that uh, Big Bang, because this is also the same week Big Bang is ending, I think. Not that I give a shit about that show, but I know it's a big deal to some people. I and, saw um, all of the first season, and then I was like, this show's repetitive. Yeah, it's not my It's thing. not for everybody. I don't like quirky I people. do love the character <laughs> Bernice, because she's a UCB girl, and like, she's the mm. one who like talks really like this. Oh, uh, the blonde one? Yeah, but that's not how she talks in real life. Her Bernice. Yeah. I like that. And name. I love that the girl from Blossom is on there. But cool. I didn't realize I was ending. But yeah, no, he's been in a... He was great He was good, And he was also really fucking good in Hidden Figures. Oh, nice. Yes. He good was for you, Jim so Parsons. Do your thing, honey. That. And he was like a dickwad in that, and he was so good. But yeah, um... So yeah, we both give it um, four Bundies up. Four little teddy buns up. Four little teddy buns up. Um, it's just a different. It's a different look at you Ted have Bundy. to like. Okay, so I know we keep like saying the same shit over again, but if you're not already into the story, you're not gonna like this fucking movie. So if you're like, I just want to like, watch a movie and I think it like sounds cool, but I don't really like know anything about this. It's not for you, bitch. Yeah, I mean Morgan came off pretty harsh right there but yeah i agree um also uh wow that was <laughs> i forgot what i was gonna say after all that um <laughs> no it's cool it was just the voice you used was very funny to me good um good Aww. i'm just kidding um so yeah that's been us and ted bundy it's been us <laughs> that's been i don't know how many more ted but you know what we're gonna we're do gonna Ted, Bundy Ted Bundy episodes until we, until we fucking well die. Plus, um, we've been hyping up this movie for so long, so we had to fucking come on yeah. here and say something. But I mean, I didn't realize it wasn't gonna be like a proper 
horror film. I thought it was going to be like... I didn't think it was going to be. You didn't? No. I think we talked about that last night. Yeah, no, I thought it was going to be a little bit more gory and gruesome. But then when you go to the parental thing on IMDb, it all says moderate for everything. Even though they're smoking like fucking... I mean, I swear... Cigarettes. Lily Collins is smoking a cigarette throughout that whole film, I think. Yeah, she definitely... I mean, it was was the 70s. (laughs) Ted Bundy even said at one point that cigarettes weren't bad for you. He's like, Why are we hype. listening to him? I know, right? <laughs> it's not like he did a PSA for it. Right. <laughs> and Ty, it's me, serial killer, Ted Bundy. <laughs> and cigarettes are good for you. Cigarettes are good for you. And so am I. Come over. Come on over to my crib and say what's up. <laughs> okay. So that's been our Grimisode. Yes, Haney. <laughs> and um, bye. Bye, guys. We will be back soon, we promise. Just kidding, we're gonna die. (laughs) Dead Bunny killed us!